What up, what up? Welcome to the Cast of Color, a show where diverse creatives discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. My name is John Carter. I am joined by the boy, Gerardo Molina, per usual. What's happening, man? And we have longtime friend of the pod, musical theater actor, the boy, Jackson Marcy. What's happening, my guy? Hey, how's it going? Excited to be here. Bro, thanks for pulling up. Thanks for pulling up. Jackson Marcy, 58. (laughs) On the ground. Yes, on the Minnesota as well. So you can hear the boy on the Minnesota as well, the oh, low-key yeah. Minnesota. Come on now. What, what is the significance of the 58? Um, I, 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 it was one of my favorite numbers growing up. And uh, it's not like any date specifically. And then like I wore it in, in high school when I played football. Nice. That enough said, enough said, and that's the and thing because you know it is a thing. <laughs> bro, that, that number sticks with you. I was number 36 in high school yeah. football, and that number to this day, if, if I have like a username sometimes, it's just my word. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, <laughs> I just gave it all away. God damn it. Uh, damn. but yeah, we got a we got a dope episode lined up. We got the boy Jackson on here. We're gonna do a few entertainment updates. We don't have the boy Joe. So the boy Joe is a working man. Uh, we're out here lit on this afternoon. <laughs> so um, we're going to have our entertainment updates. We've got some cool ones for you. A brief diversity report. And we're going to get right into our movie review section. And for this week, it is In the Heights. It's yeah, in theaters. It's on HBO Max. It is a, it's a musical theater stage play so that's why it's great to have jackson so uh without any further ado these entertainment updates i mean we got some dope shit gerardo what's it talking about so we got a a what if trailer earlier today as the time of this recording dope so what uh, if what (laughs) what do you you mean so what if for the people not in the loop is marvel's newest animated series that's going to be coming to disney plus where we explore alternate Alternate realities, I, I, I guess Situations. you would say, like, what would happen if Black Panther was abducted, like, uh, you know, T'Challa was abducted instead of um, Chris Pratt, you know? Like, yeah, right. Or yeah. it's the beginning RDJ uh, would have what happened if he got saved. By uh, Eric Killmonger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, is so crazy. <laughs> I, I actually did not get to see the trailer. So what did you guys think of it? Uh, I thought that just the different, which which is pretty funny because when you... Like on Instagram, for example, through my Discover page, you always see all these fan art concepts of different types of shit. Like, what if this? But to see it in this trailer, it was really cool. Uh, like Jackson was saying, you know, Eric Killmonger saves Robert Downey Jr. from the first Iron Man, mm-hmm. uh, who I think, by the way, is the only actor not returning Robert Downey Jr. I think all the other actors are returning to, <laughs> to voice their Boseman. roles. Yeah, the boy Chadwick Boseman, Jeez. rest in peace. Yeah, that was, this is one of his roles, too. So it's like one of his last things coming out. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, man. So the trailer was just it was cool. I mean, the animation looks very interesting. I think this type of style is yeah. something we don't see. I think I think we may see it, but um, in this kind of capacity, because yeah. it's yeah. pretty thorough, thorough storytelling. Yeah. You know, I, so. I really liked watching it just because I think after watching the Loki series, I've just been like starting to get a little bit more excited about this universe yeah, and uh, I, I, I think yeah. watching this video it just really like i think opens up um just so many possibilities and it's like hinting at things that we're gonna yeah. get maybe in the future and vampires straight up uh, straight up uh zombies you see it in the trailer again with captain america as a zombie uh i think that it's just like really cool how they're just mashing it all together i didn't i didn't it was really it, 
intriguing to me like leading up mm-hmm. to this point but um i think it's really cool i thought yeah, it was- yeah it's really cool like an elseworlds thing is gonna be pretty cool if that gets popular maybe we can get more stories that aren't in the mcu but like exactly still use yes. characters from the mcu yeah that's something marvel that's something dc does very great at they're very great at yeah. doing that you know that, multiple be cool. batman and everything well multiple yeah exactly it'll be cool for marvel to do that and you got a lot of that in this trailer there was there was so much shit in this trailer so many different uh, yeah. yeah there's also a similar um a trailer for something similar coming out it's gonna be called star wars stories i believe and it's gonna be like uh animated different um art styles of star wars uh different stories and then people doing different art styles for star wars so that's gonna be pretty cool that trailer also came out this week oh, that's cool oh, yeah. and uh today we got a uh, black widow coming out that's coming out tonight finally like after Damn. how long like, Jeez. man he died like what like two years ago three years ago already in the com- yeah. uh, in the movies she she's she, yeah. she's been long gone because yeah when was endgame endgame was was it 2018 no it was 20. 2019. No, no way. 2018. No way. I I believe Endgame was 2018. <laughs> He's taking on his son. Oh, it's, it's 2019. 2019. Yeah, 20, 2019. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, 2019. Uh, that, so. that, that sounded 2018 just sounded. That's, that was Infinity War. So Three good. years. Yeah, that's Infinity War. Yeah, you're right. So game before the pandemic. <laughs> I know. Straight up, man. Before, yeah. time. before time. Yeah. So Black Widow. That's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I saw some kind of article saying how it's gonna be like it's gonna save the movie. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. After but... Loki, I'm 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 invested in the MCU again. You know, like Jackson yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Like I'm actually looking forward. You know, after watching um, after watching Nomadland, I'm pretty. I want to see what Eternals is all about. You know, I went from no interest at all to being curious, and I want to go see it now. We got yeah. uh, Suicide Squad. That's not MCU, but that's another good movie we got coming out like next month. Oh, yeah. Like we're, yeah. we're doing so well right now with mm. the movies are back, you know. Yeah, and I, I think I think to the Marvel point, Gerardo is I think we went a while with nothing, man. Once the pandemic hit, Marvel, it was just like we haven't seen some Marvel shit in a minute. Dude, and they it were holding a, back, man. Bro, they were holding back, so it was very easy to just be very indifferent about Marvel. And you got Wonder Woman eighty four coming out, and that was it was trash, but. Um, I think for the longest we didn't have quality Marvel. So Loki has just mm-hmm. roped us all back in and with this multiverse yeah, such talk. Show. Such a good show. So it's gotten me more excited for Black mm-hmm. Widow. I can't believe Black Widow's already here. Question. Did, was Loki coming originally? Was Loki supposed to come out after Black Widow or before? Oh, good question. What happened? Was Loki? Was Loki supposed to come? Or was, was Loki supposed to come out after or before um, Black Widow? Uh, Black Widow was supposed to come out like before last everything, year. Right? And then Loki was supposed to come out. I think at the beginning of this year, maybe. Interesting. Or, yeah, or maybe Loki's like on schedule. Just, it, just a like questioning that because I mean, I mean, people are coming back. Like, I mean, what if, you yeah. know. What if Black Widow? We were supposed to already have Multiverse of Madness. Oh. Um, and I'm sure Loki was going to come out before that. Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out a week after WandaVision. Yeah, that's nuts. I feel like Black Widow doesn't have many ties to the multiverse aspect. Yeah. So we're probably I find her characters wrapped. Yeah. yeah we're probably yeah. just going to get Florence Pugh as, a, as the new Black Widow or mm, something. Probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, that, she's from um, Black Widow. Spooky sister. movie, Mits, 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 Midsommar. Yeah, she's in. Midsommar. She's a pretty. She's in some. Oh yeah, decent movie. Yeah, Midsommar. Spoopy. 
Yeah. yeah. That movie's a fucking yeah. trip. <laughs> yes, it that is. great. Yeah. Another day. All right, John, you want to take us into the next section? Yeah, the diversity report. So this week, we're going to keep it brief, but uh, Victoria's Secret, they're doing a complete different rebrand. So they're trying to rebrand themselves. Uh, for the longest time, Victoria's Secret has just been known as a male fantasy and they've been under scrutiny in the last recent years because they've been pretty misogynistic in history they've had ties to you know assholes like fuck what's jeffrey epstein and the the model itself was really about what men wanted rather than what women wanted to wear so mm. um yeah it's it's pretty interesting because now they have priyanka priyanka chopra jonas the uh the indian actress and tech investor she's part of the rebrand they have one of their first trans models who's part of the rebrand it's a pretty big thing for a company like this but it's kind of overdue anyway so um <laughs> i mean it's just i'm doing a, a presentation on this in class too so it was very interesting just long to, long overdue yeah long <laughs> overdue and they and you know they've been yeah. very known for their their fashion yeah. shows the victoria's secret fashion shows and the victoria's secret angels and I mean, the angels are beautiful. You know, Adriana Lima, she's one of the previous angels. She was gorgeous, man. But um, it's mostly about guys, you know, and it's a, it's a fucking lingerie company. It should be about what women want. So, um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's makes that to me, <laughs> you know, it, exactly. It makes fucking sense. You know, the board of directors are all women with the exception of one man. And yeah. that's Victoria's Secret. So moving on, this one ties into. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> this one ties into the movie we're reviewing in the Heights. And we, this has brought up a lot of interesting conversation. But once the movie released, In the Heights came under scrutiny because they people felt like there was not enough representation from the Afro-Latino community in this movie. And this movie is based in Washington Heights, which is a, a section of New York. And yeah, that was that was that was enough conversations about that. So uh, I'm sure you guys may have heard about mm -hmm. it and you guys being jackson you're you're familiar i'm sure with the, the musical and, and all that yeah, yeah. um so what, what do you guys how do you guys feel about uh about that you know i i think that maybe there could have been more afro latinos as as leads maybe not it doesn't matter lin-manuel you know he apologized at this point so you know the movie's made you know uh and the movie mm -hmm. does have a certain amount of representation for specifically like browner people you know there's allegations that the show has been whitewashed which i think mm. is is not true maybe there is lighter characters but to say that they're whitewashed would be a little i don't, I don't know you know it's like um, and, and are we speaking in just the context of the color of their skin because when right. when i watch this it's latino from start to finish you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's is it is it about because I read a little bit about colorism and I'm like, OK, if that's a conversation I have, I feel like that's a, a valid conversation. I just don't know if that's what we should be talking about when we watch this movie, because. Yeah, it's totally right? valid. Like, I don't think you need to diminish this movie to to right. um, to a flaw like that. Like, like, you know, it, it's 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 been addressed yeah. by Lin-Manuel, which I think is is the important part, because that means moving yes. forward that there's going to be more work done. Mm -hmm. on um on that end sure have more uh representation but the movie's done and um yeah. i don't think it should be judged on on that merit because you know it's it people are always talking about from from their viewpoint they felt like this and that's totally valid just from mm -hmm. my viewpoint uh i felt that i was being represented 
and I don't usually feel represented in a lot of things. Right. Yeah. I, I can feel the frustration from the Afro Latino community. Mm-hmm. I think that was the the biggest thing that like I talked to most um, people from that Latino uh, community was just like how much they felt appreciated just with this type of stuff like coming out. I mean, they don't have a lot. They really don't, especially in musical theater. I mean, and they have Zutsu and they have this and um, they have something else I forgot right now, but it's not a lot. Like it's really not. And just to have that representation for them, I think that's really beautiful thing. And that I think we should praise and we should, I think we should be happy about but it's definitely a question to talk about obviously Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh and a long long topic to talk about but uh i i think just by talking to my friends my roommate and um people that i mean even listening to uh interviews online on tiktok of Mm -hmm. of dancers that were in the film that are also afro latina um they say it out loud i don't know the specific names but um they explain like i don't I felt like this is not a movie for me. Like this is for the Latino community. Obviously mm-hmm. this is, this is for them. Like, you know, and they don't have a lot. And that's what I took from talking to people from listening to things. So um, mm-hmm. I, I think uh, what Lemonwell did and, and he said, sorry, like what Gerardo was saying, yeah. like he, he yeah. said, sorry, it's over with. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily think, I mean, but anyways, <laughs> I, I think, you know, I think they did a really good job with this movie. Same as do I. I think it's a. I think overall it's a win for the Latino community. And but I mean, the, I from start to finish again, I feel like it was it was Latino and it was from Dominican Republic and yeah. Puerto Rican. I mean, I think it was just so many different uh, cultures in here. I enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. had that not been pointed out to me before I watched it, I don't think it would have been one of the first things I would have critiqued the movie yeah. about. And there's but also like I, yeah. I get I get it I get the frustration so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and will changed quite a few things in the movie so i think i mean compared to the musical but uh, yeah we're, we're gonna, gonna talk get about into it, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that wraps it up for the uh for the diversity report yeah. section and yeah. that being said we're gonna get right into the movie review for the movie in question in the heights so gerardo yeah. go ahead my guy in the heights so in the heights is a movie from stage to screen, you know, it's a musical that came out in the 2000s, I believe, uh, like 2008, 2009, right, mm, Jackson? Something like that, I believe. Yeah, it came out, it came out late 2000s, right? The musical mm-hmm. originally was set in the 90s, and now it's set in the modern day. kind of gives it a whole different vibe. There was a few changes made here and there that I think overall affected the pacing of the story. Uh, so we'll just get into, you know what we usually do little point by point and uh, talk about it as we go along. Yeah, you know? yeah. So the movie opens with our character Usnavi. We uh, are introduced to him through a song talks about himself. He owns a bodega with his cousin, Sonny. Yeah. And he and- got his name Usnavi. It's pretty interesting how he got his name. <laughs> yeah. Just to confirm the, the opening for the musical is 2005 at Waterford theater. Nice. Oh, yeah, I saw 2008 as well. So, yeah, Gerardo's right there. Yeah, in Connecticut. Nice. Interesting. Yeah, it was was a liminal second musical, right? Yep. Uh He did 21 Chump Street before that. 
Yeah, um, Twenty One Jump Street, then then he did in the Heights, and then with Hamilton. the same mm-hmm. with the same lead actor, Anthony Ramos. Yeah, Anthony Ramos. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He, uh, he was in Hamilton. He was the uh, uh, the son, right? Yeah, he was the son, and then he was the lead. Yeah, then he was the lead uh, on on Hamilton. stage. So Anthony Ramos, like he's he's uh he's great. I, I love him in this movie. He's really charismatic. Oh, Very Anthony good, Ramos. Yeah. In that opening sequence, we're introduced to a lot of important characters, like the the abuela, you know, mm-hmm. important character mm-hmm. from the uh, musical. We got the no me diga girls, you know, from the salon. We get um. Yeah, they're funny. We get uh Usnavi's uh, love interest Vanessa. Vanessa. We get. Benny, uh, <laughs> Dr. Dre, the boy, <laughs> <Dr. Dre. laughs> Corey yeah. Hawkins. Is that his name? I think it's yeah. Corey Hawkins. Uh-huh. Yeah, Corey Hawkins. Yeah, mm-hmm. Juilliard grad. Yeah, yeah. And then we get um, Nina. So we get we get uh, introduced to all our characters in this first song. Um, you know, right away we see John M. Chu's directing style, right. Right away. Uh, right away. Um, kind of. <laughs> I think it. I think uh, it was. I think his directing in this movie was was very distracting. Like when, a lot of the shots where I wanted to see the dancers and would see what they were doing, it would it would just cut before you could see what they're doing. And there's this yep. big intricate dance sequence going on in the background, and you're just zoomed into one character and cutting every few seconds. It's, you know, it's. It, <laughs> Yeah, it's exhausting. It, it looked like so much work went into that dancing. The, the dance numbers are it, great. It, it were looks exhausting as like a musical theater person. It looks exhausting for them. Like you could tell that they're still dancing in the corner. And you're like, wait, I want to see what they're doing, but they're they're not showing it. And I'm sure they're doing something really, really great. Really great. And I'm sure that's how it goes for a lot of choreography in films. But like this looked really noticeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tragic. A lot of close-ins uh, and close-ups yeah. and yeah. And just yeah. the directing, even like with the whole um animation that he would add in the middle of it. Well, 96,000, we just only, pulls only out. one character, yeah. And it just it was distracting and random. <laughs> yeah. So we so we so we got we have a few plot threads going on at the beginning of the movie. We got uh someone somebody wins the lottery mm-hmm. uh from the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's worth ninety six thousand dollars. So somebody, someone, someone yeah, wins it. Someone, <laughs> and, and you know, just uh, off the top here, I want to just mention that the music in this movie felt so much slower than it does on stage. Like everything, definitely, almost felt like it was dragging because on on stage everything moves way faster. The pacing is is really good. Absolutely, and and it felt really slow in in the movie. Like yeah, uh, there's certainly a time. yeah, Def- there's certainly a build up um for a lot of these numbers. It felt like there was a build up to them, but uh, yeah, yeah, like, they just yeah, get louder. I, they don't get faster. Yeah, they just get, yeah, they just get louder. I was I was telling Gerardo that I was like, man, I I just I loved the how fast this musical was, mm. you know, especially because of the rapping and like I mean, it's just like it makes sense, you know. That was, yeah, right. that was the big thing that that um, in the Heights originally like it broke ground with that it was like hey it's a musical where they're rapping what mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that was but even even in this one it's, it sounds like it's it's rapping thrown into a musical you know what i'm saying which is crazy yeah. that like this like in the heights got so big because 21 chump street has rapping in it as well and that was before in the heights but it, it's not that big of a show and so like i don't think it got picked up that well mm-hmm. or anything yeah. but i'm interested to see that later down 
Yeah. So we got the 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 few plot threads like I mentioned going on. We got the ninety six thousand. Mm -hmm. We got uh, Nina uh, comes back home from college. Stanford. She, yeah. Stanford, and she says that she dropped out. Leslie Grace. One of yeah, Leslie Grace. Uh, and then we get uh, you see in the musical there was a the conflicts were a little bit cleaner and there was a little bit less of them. Yeah. We had uh, originally uh, Benny. I was in a relationship with Nina and uh, the father didn't really like Benny. And there was like underlying under there was underlying like uh, racism there because yeah. mm -hmm. Benny in the show usually is the only black person uh, yeah. like from, from the main characters. Yeah. So um, you feel like the dad is kind of not accepting of Benny because he's a black American, you know, mm -hmm. he doesn't speak um, Spanish and that's very yeah, huge in that show. <laughs> yeah, it's a very big deal in, in a song. <laughs> I think that would have been pretty cool because it's like the opposite in this. That That's his boy. I mean, that is his yeah. homie. Very it, it, and, and on top of that, there's a, there's a, they give Nina's dad a wife in, in the show. Nina's dad has a wife and in, in the movie for some unknown reason they kill her off uh and they completely remove a musical number and they re remove a few musical numbers and you you would think that that would help the pacing of the show but they almost uh of the movie but they almost overbloat the movie with so many extra plot threads that they didn't need to add because it was already such a clean and concise story you know mm, i i feel okay. like the representation uh still very relevant in, in the show like itself like it do you you do the representation by just normalizing it by like hey it's just a bunch of latino brown it, it, brown, it kind of felt like people on yeah, stage he wanted to add more you know like yeah it felt, it felt like um they were trying to do a little bit more here because it you know there's been some time in between now and then and we're a little bit more conscious now as as you know as a society right so uh they had they try to add some stuff but i feel like it overall it could have been done better if they wanted to add, to try it. Um, mm -hmm. So we we have those few plot threads going on, and then we have Vanessa Usnavi's uh, uh, love interest who uh, wants to open up a fashion shop in downtown. We we get a brief glimpse of downtown, and it's very uh, this we don't get this in the musical, but it's funny. It's very blue and a lot of white people and Asians in the background, and that's all you see there. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys pick yeah I <laughs> maybe i just noticed it but it was <laughs> odd mm, that ain't what that should look like <laughs> i don't know I, <laughs> I would have no idea i have no idea yeah yeah but um you know it was uh we got but a it, lot of stuff like that going it, it on. was mo it's modern right it's it's, it's yeah it's set in the modern your... age so so well, that's it had an ipad <laughs> yeah that's a few things like... different from from the old uh from the musical and the musical it's like set in the 90s which is yeah. completely different when you think about communication and how people interact i know you know in in this musical we get we get a blackout sequence at some point you know they go out on a date everybody goes out dancing to the club it's a big sequence in the musical and then the power goes out and in the musical after the power goes out there's uh riots and they have to protect the shop sunny has to protect the shop uh, oh, from, from looters and there's all this stuff going on but Damn. they completely cut that out in this movie and for some unknown reason they light fireworks uh in in the show it was set the show this part is set in the, on the fourth of july so it makes a little more sense Okay, because it just felt very happy. I'm like, damn, man, shit. And, and, and yeah, some... yeah, you see, in in the in the musical, um, 
it's the 90s everyone's there's a blackout nobody knows who's where everyone's lost you know it's 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 a big it's a big deal it's very scary and in the musical and in the movie um everything's fine you know there's a blackout but everyone just lights candles at home yeah they tried doing the whole like he left her at the club when they were dancing and she felt upset but I mean, it what, didn't, what the fuck was that with Benny going to the the thing to go direct? The, he went to dispatch. Yeah, to go. I'm yeah, just, <laughs> that does not happen in the show, by the way. Like at in all. In the show, they they leave and they spend the night together, uh-huh. and you know they they spend the night together. It makes sense. Yeah, and that, that that makes sense. And so does people looting because yeah. I mean, I, and in poor neighborhoods, man, with people of color. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. It was very, I think that's what they wanted to avoid. They didn't want it. Like they're like, you don't want to stereotype the neighborhood as some sort of. Absolutely. I I get that, but it felt so happy all. I was just like, man, shit. It was, it it was, it was odd because the music, the music's supposed to be intense and all this stuff going on. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be like lights, like flashing. You hear Sonny say we were powerless, you know, because they don't have any power and there's this, everything's just building up you know but mm-hmm. the musical but then, i think really fumbled fumbled that part you uh, just see uh the grandma just uh, is she dying in that in that scene <laughs> or the power yeah, the, gra- the, yeah, the grandma yeah the grandma <laughs> dies uh she she just Abuela, dies yeah. during the blackout she she just chooses to leave it looks like she she looks at everyone in the musical she just you know like uh usnavi just walks down from the apartment you know he walks out the door and he's just crying because he says that she's gone mm-hmm. there's that little that little song yep. and it was just like uh in the musical there was a very very good moment you know where it's just very sad and in the movie it just it's weird the movie tried to give you closure and it's like i think the the thing is is that like you're not supposed to have the closure also in the movie when the abuela dies mm-hmm. she doesn't tell anyone that she won the lottery the musical i think they right she doesn't they've already they've already established that that she won with usnavi they keep it a secret oh because yeah. in, in the movie At she doesn't point. tell anyone she and then she finds it. out because he, he just yeah. looks at the ticket mm-hmm. In the in the movie, we also find out uh, at, around this point that Sonny is an undocumented immigrant in America. Mm-hmm. Um, just some some weird plot things there, like um, how that's his cousin and he doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, just, there's a lot a lot a lot to unpack there. In the musical, they come over together, don't they? Um, yeah, they do. Mm. to come over together in the musical so yeah they did they did a lot i don't know they moved they moved st- some stuff around it just, uh, to to do that it, it felt very it felt sloppy you know uh i gotta say just the, with uh when they go to the office and usnavi just wants to buy a green card i guess like he's just, yeah, yeah man i'm like what the fuck is this like what is it just it changed the dynamics of the the characters completely i mean from the musical to this movie like it's completely different. Like the dynamic between Nina and Benny and the father are it's that it's like completely different. Like, yeah. I mean, you take out that whole uh, just him not knowing Spanish at all. And then like, including in that song. And then they took out like all of that in the mm-hmm. sunset song when they're singing the, the over movie, the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause also, uh, you know, in this movie, they added this whole, this whole, um, little thread where Usnavi's telling a story on a beach to some kids mm-hmm. yes. and that's not in the musical you know it's implying that he he goes to 
back to the Dominican Republic to his parents' bar yeah, or whatever. And shit, they were showing him on the beach, so it's like, okay, okay he's yeah. on the beach. <laughs> and, yeah. then they just, and then at they the end of the movie, you, you find out that he stayed, you know, in, in the bodega and then he ended up with Vanessa. But the musical is very melancholy at the end. It's like, Usnavi, mm-hmm. it's implied that he just fucking bounces and the whole neighborhood, it, it, you know, it's a big point that it's getting gentrified and that everyone uh, and that everyone's getting bought out and you yeah. know that's why everyone's moving out it's very sad at the end you know one by one like you know the, the father sells the shop to keep nina in college and yeah. uh, the salon ladies leave and vanessa goes to the city to pursue her career and usnavi it, he goes and leaves the shop to sunny and uh yeah. he, it, it's like it's just you know it's just life at there's the a end painting, of that one. Like a huge painting mural of abuela <laughs> yeah there's a, yeah there's a huge mural of the abuela that graffiti that, pete. Uh, mm. that graffiti pete you know the guy that's spray painting right he 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 paints it for uh he paints it for usnavi a big mural and it's a really beautiful moment and in this movie like they mm-hmm. they paint the beach or something in the background they paint and the beach, to, beach yeah usnavi's beach and yeah, yeah it completely beach. changes uh just everything the symbolism of everything and just the way that you know the movie ju- i mean the, the musical just ends like you know it's like hey this is life <laughs> you know yeah and, and the, the the thing about it is it just it built this idea that moving i mean because moving on there's, there's beauty in that too there's beauty in the next chapter and everything but it was like and, and it just sounds like from the play it sounds mm-hmm. just a little more real that that's what people do, yeah. you know, when neighborhoods, because they mention yeah. hipsters are coming, rich people are coming. They mentioned that yeah. this place is trying to gentrify, but, you know, in the end, everyone stays and everyone's happy. You know, yeah, I mean? like, I'm like, damn, okay. Yeah, musical. There's like, I, I know that in some cases, some directors like to add, like, in the musical, they like to send out like two, like wealthy looking people and like these suits, like that come strolling by. And, and, and you, there's like a big, part that you can include that in the play and then this it's like it's just a little different mm-hmm. uh, that's the whole dynamic throughout the whole movie is just different from the musical um so if you have time watch the musical <laughs> before you watch the movie <laughs> yeah the movie's yeah. very long different. too it feels over bloated this movie's movie. long as shit it's about two hours and 15 minutes or something like two hours and 20 minutes it's like as long as the musical but with intermission <laughs> yeah yeah, it took exactly. me some time to watch this movie. And, you know, I didn't hate it by any means. I didn't dislike yeah. this no, movie. But... I, I think it's a I still think at the end of the day, it's it's a win just for the, the representation. Oh, yeah, um, I agree. And, yeah. Uh, but man, I wish I wish it was done better. I don't th- I don't think John M. Chu was the best choice for this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I don't I don't get that, especially when it comes to, to representation. Um, <laughs> it just feels odd to that. That's an odd choice. For yep. something so based in the, I guess, Latin America community, you know, um, straight up, straight up, very, very odd. No offense, because he's an amazing director. I mean, he has an Oscar, but you know, it's just like different. Yeah. So out of um, like five five lottery tickets, uh, what do you guys give uh in the Heights the the movie the musical? Oof. Out of five lottery tickets, I uh, I'll give in the Heights. You know what? I this is it's hard for me. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my solid. I don't know if this is a little. I, I, I'm gonna go with two and a half. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, was, I was about to say the same thing. I gotta say two and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go nice. with two and a half because nice. threes normally means I would rewatch it. I I find it difficult yeah. rewatching this movie. 
Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. I'd be able to rewatch it. Uh, I'd so long. Go watch the musical now that everything's opening. <laughs> a thousand percent. I'd rather go to a theater and watch this musical than rewatch the movie. I, I I absolutely would prefer that. I think I think for me, I'm gonna give it a three, uh, just because I'm a musical theater person, and maybe that's just bias. And I love listening to the music. I can listen to it all day. It's not bias in the it's background, <laughs> but um, I I think I'm gonna give it a three just because I didn't like the directing, um, just the how he was just changing everything all over the place um it was just all over the place this movie um and uh but i i do think i could play it in the background and it'd be fine mm. um at home but yeah i would definitely give it a three lottery tickets for me mm-hmm. nice. nice that's uh it's the show <laughs> yeah yeah my, my biggest i'll close on this my biggest <clears throat> my biggest gripe with it is like we said the different plots i think there was too many and yeah, yeah. That that was my biggest issue with this. So yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, it could have uh, done better if it trimmed the fat, or if it just yes. executed better. Definitely, yeah. like just I mean, just random things happen. Like ninety six thousand with the whole like he just made a diamond in his hand like out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, that's so extra and just yeah. M two. It was only it was only Benny too. It's like he had superpowers. Dr. Dre. Yeah, throughout the whole movie. It was he was walking on walls. He was oh my gosh, I know. making stuff out of thin air. It was only bit, him. Bit agua. Did you guys enjoy that one? Uh, <laughs> so in the musical it's like a guy that can sing and it's like a, it's yeah. a cool role and it's like <laughs> not just the uh and then like okay, I, okay so at the end when they're standing on the beach with all the important people right there's all yeah. the important people why the fuck is the piragua guy there just in yeah. the back yeah i'm singing? like why the fuck is piragua guy there? I, <laughs> that was the one thing i said to gerardo I'm i was like, like he, the only reason he is there is because he's lin man bro yeah. <laughs> these beautiful cutscenes of nina yes they're i mean everyone at the dinner scene should be in that beach. yes yeah absolutely <laughs> then you have piragua guy just you know my wells like face just smiling i'm like oh my he's God. like oh i'm gonna be in this closing shot i have uh, to be in this because you know i'm Lim- i'm just kidding <laughs> no yeah i'm Lim- wow <laughs> but yeah jackson bro thank you very much for pulling up with this episode man well, of course we love yeah. having you and i'm oh, sure yeah, we're gonna yeah. have you uh, many anything more to say times. at the end you want to you want to plug anything in here at the yeah end? yeah um yeah uh have a have a good day have a good week have a good year you know it's hard enough as it is let's yep. you know keep pushing forward oh, love yeah. everyone my my instagram is jackson marcy 58 would love to follow anyone easy follow me back oh yeah oh yeah that's what i'm talking about oh yeah so yeah. follow us cast a color twitter <laughs> instagram easy good yeah. stuff Good stuff, guys. All right. Listeners. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, tap into the mini-sode. Tap into weekly episodes. This is the start of Luca. season four. Yeah. We got Luca. We got Fast Nine. We got Black Widow. <laughs> Come on. We got For we family. got a, we got a slate coming off of season four. So this is the start of it. So listeners, thanks for tapping in. We're signing off. Peace. Peace. Peace.